We at Sport Calgary like to stay active in person and online. Be sure to follow us at Sport Calgary on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. On all Calgary Flames games days, home and away, you can participate in the Calgary Flames Foundation 50-50 draws online. Go to www.calgaryflames.com slash 5050 to purchase your raffle tickets and watch the jackpot grow every Flames game day. Tickets are available from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Funds are directed to Southern Alberta charities, including the Calgary Flames Sports Bank and Flames Even Strength Program. Let's get into the game and support the Calgary Flames Foundation. Chance to win big. And the winner could be you. Must be over 18 and in Alberta to purchase. License number 570062. Sport Calgary presents the Face First Podcast with your hosts, Alicia Rissling and Grace Defoe. And here they are sliding right on in, Grace and Alicia. All right, welcome back to the Face First Podcast. My name is Grace Defoe. Hi, everyone. My name is Alicia Riz Rizling, and our guest today is coming to us from the WHL's uh, Calgary Hitman Bubble. He wears number five. He's a defenseman in his fourth full season. Your assistant captain, Mr. Jackson Vandalise. Thank you for joining us, Jackson. No problem. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we were super excited to have someone on from the dub and just tell us a little bit about well, your season. What's going on this year? Uh, you can start with where you're playing. Uh, yeah, so we play at the Seven Chiefs Sportsplex, um, not the Dome like we're accustomed to. Um, it's a bit of a change, but it's a great facility and we, we really like it. Um, dressing room's great. And, uh, the facility there, like the gym, we use the basketball court all the time, play some uh, volleyball nice. and all that kind of stuff. The gym is phenomenal as well, like the weightlifting equipment. So it it's home away from home, but it's awesome. Well, and that's, so that rink is brand new, right? Was it just mm-hmm. made last year or something? Yeah, I think that, well, I'm not exactly sure when it was built, but it, it's state of the art. It's brand new. Yeah. And that's nice. And so normally when you guys are playing here, you put up at billet houses, but not mm-hmm. this year. What's going no, on? No, this year we're at the, uh, the Grey Eagle uh, Hotel and Resort, uh, which has been different. Um, I've seen a lot of the inside of a hotel room, but uh, it's been good. I mean, I miss my billets. They're uh, great people and I love, they're like my second family. I love spending time with them, but they understand too that, to keep everyone safe, we got to take some pretty extraordinary measures. Uh, but no, the Grey Eagle has been very accommodating. And while it just feels like one long <laughs> two and a half month road trip, uh, it's it's been home away from home as well. And it, it's been really good. So, okay, I have so many questions about this. Living in a hotel. So what are you guys doing for meals? Do you get to see your teammates during meals? It all get dropped off at your door? What's going with that? Uh, so for our first week when we were in like, the depths of quarantine it was right to our door and we didn't really get to see anyone but since we I mean, we practice together we're in the dressing room together um they want we want to limit our like large groups so we eat in uh separate groups i think there, there's only two though um and then you just have to distance two guys to a table bunch of tables 30 feet away from each other or have to holler down to the other end of the room uh, <laughs> but no we we eat in like a little uh conference room uh, and there's ping pong tables set up in there. It's kind of like our our team space outside of our rooms. Mm-hmm. So that's totally different than everybody getting to go back to their billet places. So what are you guys doing to keep yourself busy? 
Um, each guy's a little bit different. Uh, I, I do some university classes. Um, so those keep me pretty busy. Um, but I mean, we have our Xboxes here. That's, uh, <laughs> one of the big, one of the big, uh, get togethers every night is on, I don't know, Orca likes playing Fortnite, but there's not that many people that are with them. We like playing Warzone. Um, but no, it, we play ping pong, uh, try to get together and watch basketball or watch some hockey or, uh, just play cards, stuff like that. Uh, and it's, it's different because you can't really go out and do anything and go to like any, uh, like venues, but we make do. Sounds like you guys are keeping yourself busy and getting some team building in despite all of this, which I'm sure, um, is a little bit difficult when you haven't been together in a little bit. So mm. kind of take us through what, what the emotions were when you found out kind of that you guys were going to be returning were you in Calgary? Did you have to come back here? And kind of what it felt like to finally get back as a team? Yeah, um, I kind of shipped around a little bit, um, just trying to find places to skate. So when we first got uh, had our season canceled in March, uh, tried to stay in shape a little bit, but then took some time off and we realized that we weren't coming back for a little while. So my hometown is Kelowna. So I was pretty much spent the summer there. Um it was weird. Like there was times when I was, it was July and I was like skating four times a week in preparation. And then at the end of the July, at the end of July, I was kind of like, what am I doing? Like, we don't know when we're coming back. So you're kind of hoping for the best, but the emotion, it was tough just to not have that like clarification of when it was going to be. That was the hardest part. I think for a lot of us was just, uh, Oh, it's October. Now it's December. Now it's who knows uh, February, blah, blah, blah. So it was a relief to finally know that we were going to come back for sure. Um, and that was a weight off everyone's shoulders. Um, and then, but yeah, like in that, in that in-between stages, I skated with, uh, just some, a group of fellow WHL guys that kind of run of the Kelowna area. Uh, we, I skated with a, a BCHL team, uh, just tried to kind of get ice wherever I could. And, um, it was, it was difficult, but at the same time, like some of those guys that I met, uh, I wouldn't have, um, it's like the silver lining. I wouldn't have met some of the guys, uh, if I hadn't of this, this whole season hadn't been as crazy as it was. So I, I, I am grateful that I was able to come together and meet some new people and do some pretty cool things, but, uh, it was fairly trying. <laughs> yeah. So, and how the one thing I'm wondering about is how frustrating it would have been like, oh, okay, we're not starting in October. We're not starting in December. Like you just kept getting pushed and you're like trying to stay in shape and ready to go for when you do get the chance. When did you finally find out? Like, cause the season started in at the end of February, correct? Uh, yeah. So we played our first game. Um, yeah. Like February. I don't even know the date, but yeah, late February, uh, we got to, um, Calgary February 13th. And then we had like kind of a two week period, um, mm-hmm. to get ready. Um, and how did, how did you stay focused on that? Cause when, when did you officially find out that that's when it was going to be started? Yeah, we, we didn't really officially, we had heard rumblings that it could be like coming down the pipe, but, uh, we didn't really hear officially until not very, only a couple of weeks, not, not super far in advance. Um, and I, it was tough for the physical side of things as well as the mental and just being able to like condition our, ourselves. And that's what most of the guys have said for, um, hockey. Like, I mean, on a typical year, you kind of come back, take a little bit of time off, um, 
spend some time with your family. And then you have like a, a pretty progressive uh, set, like number of stages that you are in to get yourself back into game shape. So you go, you lift pretty heavy and then you slowly transition into more of what you need to do to be in hockey shape. Um, and so it was hard to be like, oh gosh, I got to be in this hockey shape stage from October till February. Um, so it, it was, there's a little bit of burnout, but uh, for me, I just, I tried to keep things fun, skated with those guys. I mean, when I was with, uh, I, I spent a little time with the West Kelowna Warriors in the BCHL. And at that time it was like five days a week, pretty monotonous. We're working out, we're skating, we're hoping it's coming back, but not really sure. And so we just kind of said, Hey, like, let's go to like an indoor field and play football some days or uh, go to the court and play basketball. So it was stuff like that, that I think kind of helped get us through being a, in that cycle of not knowing uh, physically, but uh, no, it, it was, it was definitely really challenging fitness wise to be prepared at all times. Totally. Um, <laughs> sorry, my internet isn't always the greatest. So sometimes you all freeze. Um, <laughs> we're good now. Uh, I had a question. You said you're taking some university classes. So kind of, if you could let us know if there's something maybe you're working towards or something you're interested in and share a bit with our listeners about that. Yeah. Um, I've kind of, I've always enjoyed learning. Um, and so I, I've kind of, I haven't really set myself towards anything yet. And I've, I've always, my sister is in the same boat as me. She is just committed to a university, uh, Bemidji state actually. Um, and she's got to kind of figure out what she wants to do. And I'm she always, she is a hockey player. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm always <laughs> grateful that it feels like I got more time than her, even though I'm two years older. I, I got <laughs> what four extra years to figure out what I want to do when she has to pick now. Um, so I've kind of done a bit of everything. I done some finance classes right now. I'm doing sciences, super interesting. Um, but I mean, I haven't really picked one thing yet that I, uh, I'm really working towards. It's just kind of that pursuit of trying to figure out what I want to do. Well, and, but I know in a typical year balancing uh, a full WHL schedule, it'd be very difficult to go to school at the same time. How many classes mm -hmm. are you taking and are you finding time to get your work done? Yeah. So I take three a semester. Um, and the good thing about this year is that I've been fortunate enough to be able to do online learning. Like, I mean, I did open learning for a couple of classes, but setting my own deadlines and all that stuff. I feel I, I excel more in an actual class. So with all the classes online through just local universities, that's what I've been doing um, my courses with. And it, it's been super cool. I just zoom in and <laughs> uh, get my work done and I have the deadlines and meet some, some pretty nice classmates. And uh, so that's been super cool. Good for you. Now is the plan to pursue uh, a CIS education after this? Are you sports? Sorry. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. That's part of the thing too, is that I don't know. Like, I, I want to play hockey as long as I can be that professionally or for this, for a CIS team. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, regardless of where my life takes me, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be attending university at some point. So mm -hmm. it's nice to knock some courses out and get them out of the way now. Good for you. Um, so speaking of playing professionally, you got to invited to the Flames Development Camp uh, mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. Do you want to talk a little bit about your experience there? Yeah, that was uh, it. Was awesome. It was um, kind of, it was my first real taste of perfect like the professional side of things, um, and it was just super. It was a great learning experience. Uh, I mean, to be able to just interact with those guys 
and uh, the coaching staff there. Um, and with the Flames, it was awesome. It's they're right next door. Um, so we're in the same facility and we're doing the uh, like guys that I see around the rink all the time. Um, and yeah, like I, I, I took a lot of away from it just in terms of the speed and uh, de- like determination and grit that I'll need to uh, get to the next level. Um, and I mean, overall, yeah, like it was uh, pretty eye opening, but uh, I felt really good uh, when I was there and it, it was, it was super cool to kind of pull your weight with some of the big guys. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. That's a neat experience. So we've heard, I mean, we have a little bit of insight info, obviously from Rob, but that you've been involved with the heroes hockey and that they're, you were actually able to take them bowling with that flames development camp. Correct me if I'm wrong. And yeah. so tell us a little bit about your involvement with heroes. We've had Kevin Hodgson on. So if the listeners haven't listened to that, they should throw back to that episode as well after this. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, uh, the heroes are just, a, they're, I love that group. Uh, the bowling was awesome. Uh, just their little personalities outside of the rank where I've only with heroes, I've only really seen them uh, in the dressing room and on the ice and stuff, but to see them bowling, it was pretty cool. Uh, to, and I, I got to, they opened up a little bit actually there, which is really awesome. And, I got to hear some pretty cool experiences that they've had. Uh, but right now with the heroes, we uh, they're like our kind of connection to the outside world a little bit. Every Thursday night, we do a zoom call with them and they, we play Kahoot uh, or do hunts and stuff. So they're, they're keeping us, keeping us going here in, uh, in the hotel. Um, but no, I mean, just in terms of, the joy that that group has and what they provide, the joy that they provide to us. It's, it's such a blessing just to be able to uh, see their faces and chat with them and be on the ice with them. Uh, And hopefully we can get back to doing that pretty soon. I'm sure they're missing it big time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I know those guys, like they get so much out of watching you guys play and I'm sure they're tuning in online, but what's it like to play this year with no fans in the building? Is it being weird? Is it, are they pumping crowd noises in there? Is it affecting your guys' play at all? Uh, I don't think it, I wouldn't say it's affecting play. It's, it's been weird, but like when I play in, in the Teddy Bertoss game and like 19,000 people at the Saddle Dome, like you just, you're so in the zone and focused on the ice that until you get a penalty and sit in the penalty box and look around and go, holy, <laughs> you never really like notice, uh, I mean, we, we feel for them. Um, like we, we wish that we could like the interactions that we have with them after the game and the, 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 what we know that we bring to them, we miss that. And we, uh, feel that they're missing out and we, we wish that they could be a part of that with us this year, but, um, it's not something that you really think about when you're playing, but, uh, it's something that's kind of like in the back of your mind when you're at the rink, like, dang, this is a weird year. And building on that weird year, um, when you guys, are you playing, I, I know there's American teams in the league. So are, has there been kind of what the NHL done with like the North division and then maybe the, the U.S. teams are only playing each other or how's that working? Yeah. So we are like a pretty strict uh, provincial, um, I don't know how you'd say provincial grouping, I guess you'd say. So we play only Alberta teams and then there's a BC bubble and um, the states teams, even though they're in a couple states, they only play each other. Um, and then out east, there's the eastern bubble, which is Saskatchewan and Manitoba. Um, but we're like the only ones that are all well, the states too. Actually, us in the states are 
traveling. So like we go to Edmonton, we go to Lethbridge and they come to us. Whereas in BC and in uh, the East Bubble in Regina, they're like strictly out of one rink, one uh, apartment complex, et cetera. Um, I heard the Red Yeager guys are living at the rink. Have yeah. you talked to any of them? <laughs> Is that uh, like, I, how yeah, are they I don't, them, I don't know any of them personally, uh, yeah. but I've, I've seen, I've, I've, well, you, when you go to the rink, you see their bedrooms from the, <laughs> from the stands. Um, and you just got, see like, if they've made their bed or not before the game Well, they've got like wallpaper up, but I don't know. I think that uh, it's kind of nice to get away from the rink, even if it's just at the hotel. Uh, so I don't know how I'd feel about mm-hmm. If you played a terrible game, having the coach come up to your room up in the suites and <laughs> give you a lashing. Oh, yeah, there's no escape. Yeah. Um, so has that created like a lot of tension? I know that you guys are only, um, what is it, about 10 games into the season right now. But mm-hmm. uh, are you already feeling like the, the claws are coming out, games getting more and more intense because you're just at each other's throats the whole time? Or do you find like because you have to play the same team and over and over again, it's easier to manage your energy? Uh, well, we our schedule is um like three games per weekend so it's like a college schedule kind of like college hockey uh, in the states it's like you get a full week of practice and then weekend is go time so we play friday saturday sunday um so the sunday games get a bit a bit tough sometimes and uh we you play the same team all three games so there are a couple times when it's uh (laughs) pretty chippy out there um but it's it's weird. I mean, like we all have this kind of boost of energy, just being able to play. Cause we had 11 months without it, that it's kind of just any hockey we can get, we eat up. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's never been like people complain and bellyache and, but no one's really upset that we're playing games. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, this sucks, but at least we're playing sort of deal. Yeah. Had a very similar year to that as well myself when I was in Europe. Right. <laughs> um so so far how's the team looking how's the team dynamic are you guys thinking that you're going on a playoff run here or how's the team doing so far well we don't know if we're gonna have playoffs (laughs) so that's uh yeah so i guess we could say a regular season run to try to finish pretty high but uh no i think we're kind of we're coming into our own um it was a little bit of a transition period we had um I don't know if I would say we have an above average amount of new guys, but we definitely have um, some guys. I mean, some refreshers for us too, that we need to get through uh, to kind of get back to where we want to be at. Um, But yeah, I think that we're, we're coming into our own. We're starting to play more the right way. uh, And there's going to be some ups and downs, but we're pretty, uh, pretty determined, pretty gritty. I think that's kind of more style of our game is that we're not going to, score eight a night, but we're pretty hard to team to play against. And that's been our identity. And that's something that we're striving to keep going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, let's chat about what some of the stuff that pre COVID, I guess, but the Calgary hitman does in the Calgary community. Cause I know you guys are really proud to be connected to our community. So let us have it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we do a lot just through, uh, uh, like a whole bunch of different stuff. I mean, last year before pre-COVID, obviously, we had a lot of uh, just skating with minor hockey teams or being able to go out in the community and do some events. Um, last year, we had Riley Fiddler-Schultz. Uh, he won the Humanitarian of the Year Award. So he had 
quite a few stuff planned for us, uh, which was super cool. Um, we do lots of stuff with uh, like zoo lights at the Calgary Zoo where we uh, do some skating on that rink and uh, like meet and greets and all that stuff. So, I mean, I, I love being out in the community and being able to uh, help out. It just, it's another thing that kind of gets you away from the rink and you, you see some guys like passions for uh, stuff aside from hockey. And that, that's super cool. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, thanks for sharing. I know that we're proud to have any, all the pro sports teams in Calgary. They, they really make up our help make up our fabric. So I think mm-hmm. it's really great. Um, honing in on community a little bit, let's chat about your family and you know what growing up in Kelowna was like with them and, and how that kind of has made you who you are today. Yeah. Um, so I've just got the one sister, Adriana. She uh, committed to Bemidji recently. Uh, she's a hockey player, pretty much my shadow. She's just like me, big, big, ugly defenseman. <laughs> but, uh, we will not tell her that you said that. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, she uh, she's been she's been super uh, super supportive of me, and I like to I like to say I'm super supportive of her too. <laughs> Uh, but we we have a, a really good relationship where we're able to, uh, yeah, really push each other and make sure that we're uh, staying on the right track, getting things done. Uh, my parents are athletic people. They both played uh, sports when they were growing up. And uh, they sports was never a, a be-all, end-all for us, but our, parent, our parents really encouraged it. And uh, we grew through them. Um, I... I that's something that our parents always uh, stressed was being more than just a one sport athlete. So, I mean, I played soccer for a long time. My sister too. Uh, I still do play soccer. I played Kelowna men's league when I go back in the summer. Uh, I love volleyball, uh, all things. Uh, t- I play tennis with my buddies all the time. So it's, it's developing those, those layers as a, an athlete was something that my parents really uh, like opened our eyes to. Um and just, I mean, they're they're hardworking people. Um, they don't really come from a whole lot, um, and they've taught us a lot about what it means to be uh, a good person as well as a good athlete. And that's, I'm I'm so thankful for everything that they've they've done for us, um, and just how they have shaped us and made sure that we're going to be able to succeed no matter what we set our minds to. And that's uh, that's been super important. Sounds like you have a really close relationship with your family. Um, mm-hmm. We heard that your mom is uh, in healthcare and has been working on the front lines for COVID. Has that been a stressful time for the family or have you been touching base with her quite often, even though you're so far away and can't see her for so long? Yeah, we try to FaceTime uh, FaceTime frequently. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> Xbox gets in the way. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, so she is a, she's a radiation therapist uh, at the cancer clinic in Kelowna. So she... Um, yeah, it's kind of like one of those things where people don't really think that, uh, all of healthcare is frontline, but for the majority part it is. And that's something that, uh, I, I'm super, super proud of her and how she's been handling, uh, things. I mean, it's been tough, but, uh, kind of keeping that even keel is, uh, a, a really big part of the whole COVID thing. Um, I mean, not getting too flustered with anything, uh, and she's been, yeah, she, she's been really, she's been rock steady with it. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so a lot of people forget that when you guys as, as 
WHL or, or junior hockey players, you move away quite young. Were you drafted by the Hitmen? Or I was, you, yeah. You were? And then so what What was your first, how old were you your first year that you played here? Um, I was 16 when I played here my first year, um, but I had moved away at 14, actually, to play really? band hockey in Vancouver, yeah. Oh, wait. So talk about that a little bit. So you did, was it a boarding school that you went to or was it a specific hockey program? Uh, yeah. So for like the past, the three years leading up to before I was 14, I had played for a, a spring team in Vancouver. And that, so that was mostly uh, commuting down to Vancouver for weekends of practices and then tournaments. Um, and then that kind of core group uh, was we were we. Uh, a lot of that group was going to an academy called Yale in uh, Abbotsford. Um, and so I, it wasn't like a, a boarding school. Like I was just living with uh, a teammate and his family. So it was like a billet situation pretty much from from day one. But it was uh, I've been I've always been mature and it was it was not a huge leap for me, but uh, it was definitely an experience uh, just being able to be out on my own and. Um, I'm thankful that I had a good family, uh, to be able to like rely on people that I knew well, um, and they made the transition super easy so that the next time I came in when I was 16 and I had to fill it with complete strangers in Calgary, it was, uh, easy to come into. Yeah. And then have you been, so since you continued your career in Calgary, have you been with the same billets every year? Uh, so I went to... I switched after my first year because I, I moved uh, into a different part of town after I went to uh, the guys that go to school at the edge. We They go to school in the north. And then right. um, after you uh, graduate, you go somewhere else because they got to free up those houses close to the edge. Yeah. Um, so I've been with the same billets for uh, three years now. Uh, the Ghanis. Uh, mm -hmm. Melinda and Russell and uh, Bryce and Brooke. Bryce and Brooke are my two awesome billet siblings. And uh, yeah, they make things super easy. Um, they're a wonderful house to be in and they're a hockey family. So it's, uh, it's not like I'm a foreign, uh, <laughs> foreign concept coming in. Uh, but no, Bryce and Brooke are hanging with them all the time. Um, Bryce likes to think he's better than me at mini six, but <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, they've, they've made, uh, they've made being a Calgary Hitman super easy and that's kind of all you can really ask for. We love it. My, my final question about the, the, the Hitman is I happen to know Steve Hamilton quite well I've mm -hmm. known him for many years. How is Hammy as a coach? And you can be honest here. Yeah. It's no, Hammy mentioned space. that. I think he said he taught your brother, um, he as well yeah. yeah who played for the hitman if i'm not correct yes he did yeah. Yeah. okay uh no hammy is hammy's awesome uh he's one thing that i think the guys were a little bit worried about this year was like oh god hammy is living two doors down for me in this hotel like what if i play <laughs> awful and he comes in and knocks my door down and but no he's been he's been super good he uh plays in all the ping pong tournaments. He, of course he does. <laughs> uh, organizes a lot of uh, like poker tournaments or stuff for us to do. Um, and he, as a coach, I mean, uh, he puts in the work. Like he's kind of day in, day out, getting uh, getting us some game plans to go against other teams. And uh, so, no, we're, we're super lucky to have him. And uh yeah, it would be. He's a, he's a character. So it'd be it'd be a totally different uh, experience if he wasn't uh, here in the hotel with us. 
big personality. That's why we yeah, love them. For sure. <laughs> All right. Well, Grace, do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, I just want to say thank you for joining us live from, from your bubble. Um, <laughs> and sorry we had to distract you from your Xbox, but yeah. um, it's been so, yeah, it's been so great chatting and just learning more about what life is like in the WHL. Um, I know I'm fascinated. Riz is more of an inside scoop because of her brother, but I don't know much about the WHL, so I've just been taking it all in. But yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. It was awesome. Yeah, well, it's it's been it's been a while since, and I'll I'll have to turn in and try and catch some of your guys' games now that I'm back in the country and and back mm-hmm. on Mountain Time Zone. But uh, I wish you guys best of luck this year. I know the schedule is kind of unraveling as it comes at you, so yeah, handle that stress as you may, and and hopefully there'll be some playoffs, especially for. Do you guys have anyone that are overage? This could be their last year, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So that's. 20 we have three guys that are 20 i know and we're hoping that something materializes for them yeah and gives them the best send off that possible and if not hopefully we'll get back together uh at some point and we'll have to have you out to some of our kids sports events once those come back out too yeah i'd love to out there yeah i know personally i'll be uh there next year for teddy bear toss uh, or in spirit can't wait for that yeah. one. never miss a game but <laughs> Thank you so much, Jackson, for joining yeah, us. Yeah, no, thank and, you guys. And good luck this season. Thank you. Not sure what sports are provided in Calgary? Sport Calgary Sport Directory will help you find the sport and organization that's right for you. Visit sportcalgary.ca to learn more. Canadian Pacific was founded in 1881 and was formed to physically unite Canada and Canadians from coast to coast. Today, CP is a transcontinental railway in North America, providing rail services to key markets in every corner of the globe. Giving back to the communities they operate through is important for CP. Since 2014, their focus has been on cardiac health. Through their CP Has Heart program, CP has helped raise over $23.3 million for cardiac causes across North America. Physical activity is very important to heart health. CP is proud to sponsor Goals for Kids with the Calgary Flames, a program which benefits minor hockey, Calgary, and kids sport. For each home goal by the Flames, CP donates $500. Since 2007, CP has donated over $215,000 to kids sport. CP would like to remind everyone listening that February is Heart Month and encourage everyone to stay active, eat healthy, and have fun.